Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad episode number 60. I am Eric Smith and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez, who's excited to talk about something. Dustin, what's up? Hey Eric, how's it going? It's going. We we made it to 60 episodes. You know, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose. but I was rubbing next to my nose. Um, Is that a Seinfeld thing? Well, uh, first of all, I wasn't profiled to you, so I, you could clearly see that I was rubbing next to my nose. <laughs> Thanks, so. Um, hey, I, uh, if anybody wants to play any Game Pigeon games with me, I'm all for it. Just message us on, uh, on Instagram, and I'll hook you up with my phone number, and we can play Game Pigeon games yeah, all day long. He's a hustler. He's only going to do the games that he's been playing forever. That's not true at all. I'm sorry that you're no good at darts, Eric. Well, yeah, but try and but if you play a um, like a logical skill game with them, and you can really beat them. I stink at the word games, man. I I I am the worst at the word game. That wasn't the word game. That was the uh, what was it called with the the white and the black squares or what? Oh yeah, the 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 dots and the and the lines. Um, that was a fun game, but this why because you won. No, but well, like the other ones that we're playing, uh, it's like it's so random. Like how, like the the beer pong, like I could do the same motion every time, and or it's it could be Kool Aid in there. You don't know what's in the cups, man. Oh, whatever. Man, I haven't had Kool Aid in forever. Have you had? When was the last time you you drank Kool Aid? I don't know. Probably at someone's party somewhere. I don't know. Did you ever have a Jello shot? I I hate Jello. You do. Yes. Do you, do you hate Jello pudding? No, I love pudding. I hate Jello. Man, I wish I had pudding pops still. They really need to bring back the pudding pops. You know what's good is um, pudding shots. But oh man, you're telling me. But um, Jello Jello is disgusting. Jello shots is like the only time if 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 everybody's doing it, I'll do it. But I hate eating Jello. So does gross. Jello give you that feeling like in the back of your throat? It just, I don't it like makes, that. it's like a gag reflex. Yeah. I don't like putting it in my mouth. Ugh. yeah. That's what she said. Just um, like, just like oysters. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, um, yeah. If you want to play game pigeon game, hit, hit us up on, on, uh, on Instagram. Or we can make that a Patreon exclusive. If you go to patreon.com slash new dad, newer dad. You can join us and our patron group on Facebook. We need some more people. We want to keep it growing. We got a great group in there. We want to um, do some more stuff with them like this uh, sequester that's coming up. And hopefully my plan is to, we're recording this on Thursday night. My plan is to have it edited and out Friday morning, the 28th. The night of the 28th, we're going to do the live sequester watch on StreamYard. So watch out our Instagram um, and the Facebook group, and we'll post the link for the StreamYard. So if you want to come in and join us and do a little uh, watch party, maybe we should make a Twitch and post that to Twitch also. I, I don't even know what Twitch is. I've heard of it, but I, I okay. legit do not know. Well, I think we should, we should probably do that. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do that and watch a sequester game so everybody can get ready um, for me to be on sequester in a couple weeks. And then... Um, you know, whenever we schedule the new dad, newer dad, uh, parenting sequester mini. Uh, I still don't have the new Facebook, by the way. Yeah, I only have it on Chrome on this computer. 
Is, that's weird, isn't it? Very weird because this is a 2010 iMac. I wonder what, what year your computer was made in. It doesn't, um, it doesn't even have the like, most updated um, operating system. So it's like, what? why did I get chosen on my, my Chrome on here? It's very weird. Hmm. You're just that special. You spend that much time on Facebook oh, that they were like... Maybe it's just Chrome because I do have it on my laptop also on Chrome. So maybe it's just Chrome that updated. Um, I do have a, a topic of conversation today. Um, and then I also have a second topic, lesser topic. Um, I'll go to the lesser topic first. I was reading on uh, parents.com. It popped up in my... I don't know, maybe because we talk about it or something, but... Um, it keeps popping up in like my new, like in news. So, um, the title of this article was, is it okay for your kids to see you naked? And, um, it's not like I'm a big, like uh, walk around the house naked kind of person, but it was funny cause, um, Mateo, uh, will look at, you know, Melissa will be changing or something and he'll go boobies. Mm-hmm. And I just find that amusing cause it's hilarious to hear a two year old, you know, be like boobies, uh, like Adam Sandler or something like that. And, um, and anyway, um, it was an article and it said, uh, that up until the age of six, it's, uh, it's actually a very healthy thing for your kids to see you naked, for your kids to see you poop, for your kids to see you, uh, you know, shower and, and do all the things that you normally do as an adult. Right. Um, and they get at the age of three, they start to become very inquisitive uh, about these things, and Mateo's only two, so it's really not even a, a thing right now. But um, you know, uh, covering up when your when your kid you know walks in the room or something like that at that age is uh, not necessarily a good thing because it um, it 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 can come across as you being embarrassed or or whatnot, and so um, it's not something that your body should be. I mean, this is an opinion, but. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of your body. Um, and, you know, we all have boundaries and uh, it, it opens up the door for conversations that, you know, you wear clothes when you're outside amongst other people because you don't want to make anybody else uncomfortable. Uh, it was just a really good article. Um, and after reading it, it was like, oh, wow, well, I should definitely, every time I have to go to the bathroom, I should take one of the kids in there because then they can see me do normal human things. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was that was that. Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really. I mean, like I said, we the kids are always in our bedroom, mm-hmm. so it's like if, if I'm going to take a shower, chances are good they're just going to roam in there. Ah, yes. Um, and then June June comes up from her workout and just gets undressed while all the kids are sitting on the bed. Um, and Bo has been grabbing her boobs a lot lately. It's kind of weird. Like he asked her, he's like, how, how are your boobies? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying is like, there's, there's those natural questions that come up in their, in their brains and, you know, teaching them boundaries, teaching them, you know, about, um, you know, even like we're getting to the age with Mateo where I'm like, can I give you a kiss? Can I give you a hug? Do you want to give daddy a hug? You know, I feel like rather than just doing it, 
it's kind of like setting boundaries so that they understand that they can't just walk up to somebody and give them a kiss or give them a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a, it's a boundary thing and something that I really want to take seriously. So asking those questions along the way, and sometimes I get a no and that's okay. And other times, you know, he's all for it and he just yells out hug and he <laughs> just wants everybody to hug him. And you know, that's that. So, um, yeah. 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 Where did you want to go with this? Oh, it was just an interesting thing. It was a smaller topic. Um, one of the, um, so I'm, I'm reading that article and of course I get like pulled into like a rabbit hole. Right. Um, and, um, one of the other articles that popped up, I'm just looking for it here is, um, Got it. So, uh, you know, this isn't necessarily like psychology talk. Like, I don't want anybody to be like bored about me talking about like, you know, mental state of dads or anything like that. Um, but like mood, right? And so I heard this term the other day uh, from Melissa. She's like, oh, you're in a bad mood. And like, I hadn't really thought about it in a long time because I just feel like with COVID and everything being like shut down and not seeing friends, I feel like everybody's always in a mood. And, um, but the article, uh, as I got sucked down this rabbit hole of, you know, seeing mom and dad naked, um, it talked about, Hey dads, your mood impacts your kids big time. Mm -hmm. That's the title of the article. And I really started thinking about how, you know, it's such an easy thing. Really? Can you hear that? Yeah. Hey, (laughs) we're trying to record here. Um, how my mood, like it's such an easy thing to evaluate, right? Like to be able to say, okay, I'm home with my kids. You know, what is my mood like right now? No matter where your mood is at, you know, that mood, that, that temperament that you have, uh, that is going to show your kids how you deal with things. And so if you're in a bad mood and you come home, If you're, um, if you're in a mood and you come home and, you know, seriously, are you doing that? Um, if we, if you're in that mood and you come home and, you know, your kids are eating and then they automatically feel, you know, that stress that you might be having, or maybe you're really happy. And that makes them happy. You know, there's a lot of ways that that can go. And it's such an easy thing before you get in front of your kids at any point throughout the day. Um, how, like, how to evaluate, like, how are you feeling? And then making adjustments, you know, while you're in front of them. Yeah, it sounds fake and maybe it is, but, you know, that might be necessary to ensure a positive environment for your kids and after reading the article and talking about, you know, this study that they did, I don't, I forget where the study was from, but, um, you know, they it talked about stress and how, um, you know, people feel uh, trapped by their responsibilities as a parent. And, you know, sometimes there's that like, um, 
dissent between children and parents because they they are too busy or or whatever's going on um there's a thing here that says um kids had poorer language skills at age three when parents were generally speaking more stressed and while both genders scored lower on cognition tests dad's parenting related stress and mental health seemed to impact son's language development more than daughters obviously i have two sons so this was like really impactful to me. Um, and also interesting is that even when mom's positive influence was taken into account, dad's mood still mattered. So like Melissa can be as positive as she wants to be. It's not affecting, you know, the baseline of this at all, you know, hardly at all. Um, so my mood has such a huge impact on my kids, their development, and, you know, even how they treat, you know, other people and, you know, just their whole development to have that centered around my mood so much. That's a lot of pressure, but I feel like it's such an easy thing, like I said, to check at the door and just say, okay, I'm in front of my kids right now. Let's change the way that I'm acting right now so that I'm not negatively impacting my children long term. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have their bad day, obviously. But generally speaking, I feel like this is something that we could all do better. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm always, I'm always trying to, like, whenever there's any kind of confrontation or anything, I'm always erring on the side of, like, talking rather than yelling just because mm-hmm. I know it's going to affect how everybody's acting the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just can't stand yelling. Um, just in general. And I know that you were talking more about mood, but I guess that's, that's part of it. If, um, you know, if they just perceiving you as angry all the time, they're less likely to, um, you know, interact with you in a fun way. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it definitely does. I think, um, you know, the, there's a part of the article that talked about the modern dad and how they spend more time with their kids. Mm. And when I grew up, my dad, you know, was working a whole ton. He always tells me now how guilty he feels about, you know, how little time that he actually spent with us, my, my sister and I. And I don't know if that was true in your family and, you know, maybe anybody that's listening, you know, when they grew up, um, what it was like for them. Um, I never really felt like my dad wasn't around. Um, but to, to think of the idea that fathers nowadays are more involved with their kids and take on a bigger share of the responsibilities as a parent, mm-hmm. um, that is going, going to affect the kids more because there's more involvement. And, and so that's a, it, it really is a, it's different than when I was growing up. Yeah, and that's not really something like I don't think we think about it just because that's just how it was. Like, my dad was working all day, and you knew when he was coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometime before dinner, and I think part of the time my dad was going to school also at night. So, you know, there was huge chunks where we wouldn't see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always remembered, you know, waiting in the driveway to see his car come down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think. Th- like I don't, I never think about it in the way that like, Oh, you never spent time with me. It's just, that's it. Like he was working, he was working hard. Yeah. And I wonder like we, we think about that in retrospect 
about our dads. Mm. But I wonder what kind of effect that had on us in the moment subconsciously, not really even, I mean, there was was a lot of... I was too busy playing. Like I was outside playing. Like I was just, you know, like during the summer, I was on the street with the kids or riding our bikes around the city. Like I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't like sitting home like, oh, I wish my dad was here. Yeah, I guess you're 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 definitely right. I I feel like that was uh with with me and my sister as well. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting um cuz because we're more involved. I mean, you feel like you're more involved, right? Than your dad was with with you and your siblings. Um yeah, I think so, but but then at the same time it's like, well, this year I feel like that, but then, you know, come next year when you know, I'm, I'm working 40 hours a week plus doing weddings, you know, most of the time, two, two days a weekend. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to be here like hardly at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, this working from home thing has been great. Um, you know, to keep that going, like at least for like one or two days a week would be huge, especially, you know, when we're back to our normal, you know, wedding schedule. Hmm. I don't know if it's a normal wedding schedule next year. Well, I mean, it's going to be a crazy <laughs> wedding schedule. Uh, we're going to be working double the amount next year that we were this year. So well, it's, yeah, uh, we got to make up for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the ending of <laughs> the ending of the article was uh, it says this. You know, you're important to your children, so you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, and um, it's it's interesting. Like I remember, like the little things that like you know, waiting to see my dad's car come down the, the road. I remember that. And like being real excited when he got home. And then I remember like the stuff that we did on the weekends, like going to Burger King before like my brother's hockey lessons. Like that was a big thing. Um, um, we always went to church on Sundays. Like, like him always wanted to get donuts. I remember getting donuts. Um, and it's those like little things that I remember but and it's gonna sound bad, but you know I don't have as many of those memories with my mom, even though I spent so much more time with her. Right, I think that that's, but that's a transition to what your kids experience with you, though. Mm. I mean, I feel like you going to Columbus and you going to, you know, the zoo, or you going, you know what I mean? Like I feel like you are, you and I are a lot more involved with you know, activities and, you know, it's not, it's not the same thing as like it, everything defers to mom. Sure. You know, I take care of Solomon every Thursday now and it's been great. And I take care of both kids on Wednesday mornings and that's been great. And there's a lot of times where I'm, you know, wrapping up on my work day and I'm working from home, but you know, we, I, I end up with both kids. I mean, it's, it has been a lot of fun. I don't think COVID should be the end of that. You know, once, Mm -hmm. you know, once we quote unquote return back to normal, I don't really know when that's going to even happen, but you know, the day that it does happen or the time period that it does happen, I don't want that to transition to, Oh, well, you know, dad's not around anymore again. Right. You know what I mean? Especially for us, because when that time happens is when, you know, our oldest are actually going to start remembering things. Right, exactly. Right. Like we're putting all this time in now, but really we should be absent now. 
You could have laughed at that at least. That was... I mean, you're kind of actually, there's a little truth in the joke, <laughs> you know? I um, I think that it's not less manly to, you know, think to yourself, hey, I need to, I need to, you know, check myself right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that being a dad is stressful. Being a mom is stressful. <sighs> and we need to watch how we feel outwardly uh, around our kids. So um, that's my topic for the day. I don't know. That's it. That's, uh, I mean, that's not it for the podcast, but that's, that's my big topic for the day. Good night, everybody. No, I did. I, I, I still want to, I still want to talk. Okay. Um, I, I got conned by my two-year-old today or this mm-hmm. week. Sorry. Um, it was a funny story. Um, I took a video of it, part of it. Um, I put Mateo down the other night um, I don't know if you've had this with Bo or with Quinn. Um, I'm assuming Ford's too small for this. Uh, but um, I put him down, and he usually cries for the first five or ten minutes and then, you know, goes to sleep. Well, the other night, he decided that he was not going to stop crying. And after about ten minutes, he started yelling, poop, poop. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he has to use the toilet. This is a great night. And Melissa was gone. And I was alone and I was trying to put Solomon to bed after Mateo and I put Solomon to bed and I finally, I got Mateo out of his bed and I took him to the toilet and on my way to the toilet, he's like, Mateo, or he goes, Teo, poop. And he's pointing to his behind and he's, he said, poop, poop. I said, oh my gosh, this is great. So we go in the bathroom and I say, do you want to take your pants off? And he goes, no. And he sits down on his toilet. And so I sit down on the big toilet and the seat's closed and everything. And I'm just sitting there and I'm watching him and, and I'm like, do you have to poop? And he goes, no, and shakes his head and gets up and runs down the hallway. <laughs> he, hadn't, he didn't have to poop at all. Yeah. He just figured out that I reward him when he poops oh, well, and he didn't want to go to sleep. I mean, talk about... Talk about a con man. Yeah. I mean, Bo's done that before. Like usually if he's awake at all, when I put him to bed, um, within about two minutes, he's usually yelling, can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) I'm like, and every time I'm like, you don't have to ask, just go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like he's always asking him like, you know, this isn't a prison. This isn't, you know, you don't need a hall pass. Just go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, like 10 minutes later, I'll come and I'll find him just sitting on the toilet, just hanging out because he can. He knows that if he's sitting on the toilet, he doesn't have to be in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Quinn, Quinn hasn't done that yet. She's still, we've only had like those two instances of her like actually going on the toilet. And mm-hmm. she doesn't really tell us otherwise anymore. But it's those two magical times. I really thought I had it the other night, man. I really thought I had it. Yeah, yeah. Quinn will do that and like say that she has to go and then I'll be like, do you want to sit in the toilet? And she'll be like, yeah. And she'll walk to the toilet and sit down and she just has no intention of going. Yeah. Is, uh, oh, uh, so one of the other things. Um, so the same night that that happened, Sol, it was like my first like full experience with Solomon going in like the bouncer thingy. mm 
this yeah, kid so. is violent, man. <laughs> he bounces up and down, and you th- and he's like, you know, you think he's like gonna like you know bounce out of the thing. I mean, I I really was, felt like was he, he like that? Himself. Was he like that on the baby Bjorn too? He kind of got some good motion going. Yeah, Ford, Ford's like that on the baby Bjorn. Like he is, he gets really moving. So we finally we had to like because a lot of times we weren't even strapping him in, but but then. He like started to fall out once. I was like, "Oh, we got to start strapping him in." Right. Yeah, we stopped. I don't know. Like, what is does Ford just sleep in like a crib, basically? Yeah, or the swing. Yeah. So like we had been using like the snuggle me um, kind of thing, like we like a docketot kind of thing, and um, we had to get rid of it because he started rolling over a ton and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really it's weird. Like we're gonna have to start feeding him solids soon. I mean that's gonna be weird. Yeah. Um, so we got some prunes, and I don't know. It's it's weird. Like he's going so fast, and I feel like it's only exacerbated by the fact that you know COVID is happening, and like no, we're not seeing anybody. So it's like six months just blew by out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's super super weird. We're like a couple weeks away from six months. Yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah, when I saw um, Solomon in the the jumper, I was like, "Oh sh- shit, we need to get ours out." And I realized we don't ha- we don't have one of those like laying down things where they you know they look up at stuff. We got rid of ours for some reason in the move. I think, huh? I need to buy another cheap one. You know, I I somebody had said something. It was my mom or my dad was like, "Oh yeah, by the time we get by the time." Um, was like by the time Mateo's birthday rolls around, uh, Solomon's going to be in the walker, and I was like, this kid probably could already be in the walker. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like not much different than the bounce thing, you know? Yeah. Um, the thing that you're talking <clears throat> about, where they like go up towards the, you know, they, I don't know, like. Yeah, I mean, he should already be. He's already doing that, right? Yeah, I mean, we have this one with like fruit, it like mm-hmm. like knitted fruit. And um, it's, I mean, he, he likes it. He likes the bouncer a whole lot more. What I mean, would you, what would you call that? That's what I was trying to, I like, I, I don't know like what you call that thing. I, was just, I, mean, I have like Amazon a, open. I was like, maybe I should just throw one in the cart right now. I, I legit have no idea what that's called. Um, but then again, I like, I, I don't want to have him on his back as much because he lays down so much during the day. Right. And like, and I think, I feel like I'm the only one that does like bumbo time with him. And then using the um what's the the donut the half donut pillow thing to do tummy time oh the 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 uh the bum uh the boppy boppy the boppy boppy okay but we'll get you down for a nap soon right um so that's that that kind of is that's that's what i got for you today that's all my milestones for the week at least yeah, um, Bo's been talking to Google a lot. No, oh. <laughs> less the last few days. That's awesome, by the way. Probably not it's, for you. It's not because it's in the kitchen. It's the the Google Home screen, like you know the little screen thing. Yeah. So he goes like I did it in front of him a couple times because he asked. He's like, "Can you show me like uh, panda bears?" So I'm like, "Hey Google, tell us about panda bears." And then you know it brings up a picture, and then Google tells you all about panda bears. 
So now he's doing it with everything, but half the time it doesn't work or it starts like some weird playlist. It's, <laughs> it's getting is there pro, absurd. Is there parental controls on that? Because I feel like that could get really dangerous. Oh, I mean, they're not going to show us porn or anything. Yeah, but like, well, I don't know. There's other things. I, I mean, don't think so. I mean, music I'm not worried about. Like, yeah, whatever. I play inappropriate music in front of them. Um, my, uh, I have a new piece of uh, media today that we've been enjoying. What's that? We've watched the live action uh, Dora the Explorer movie. Oh, yeah. I wondered about that. It's fantastic. Is it? It's really good. Does she speak Spanish? Oh, yeah. A little bit. Hola. Delicioso. Que pues. Um, Michael Pena, uh, of course, is fantastic. As he is in, in everything. Yeah, I, I really like him. Um, it's a great movie. It's really funny. Like, there's tons of stuff for adults. Um, there's one scene in particular that involves uh, farting that Bo goes crazy for. Yeah. But really good movie. And, of course, Dora is played by Isabella Merced, who's from Cleveland. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she, we've talked about her before. She was in uh, the last Transformers movie. Oh, yeah. She was in the, uh, oh, shoot. What's the sequel with Benicio Del Toro and James Brolin about the drug cartels? Um, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. What is that called? I'm looking it up. What's your favorite Michael Pena movie? Oh, Sicario. (laughs) She was in in Sicario, Day of the Dead, uh, Day of the Soldado. Oh, Michael Pena. Let's do IMDb. I really love um, Crash. He was great. You know, Crash now, like, it's a really bad rap. But when it came out, it was awesome, and he was really good in it. But, it, like, he's such does a Does it great, get a bad rap now? It does. It's like, like it should have never won Best Picture. Why, why, do, why, do, you, why do people hate on it? They just think it's cheesy. Oh. And dumb. Well, it is. I mean... I mean... I remember after I watched it and like just the, my adrenaline was going and I was like, this is the best picture of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't exactly show his Michael, his uh, comedic chops. Let's see what else he was in. American Hustle. He was in Chips. End of Watch. I know. It's a Dak Shepard joint. Oh, he's going to be in Tom and Jerry. Let's see. Narcos, Mexico. I haven't watched that. Uh, da, 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 da. Of course, the Ant-Man movies. He's really funny in those. American Hustle was a good movie, but I don't remember his character yeah, in it. Broom. <coughs> oh, Fury. Fury is a fantastic movie. I was just talking about that with someone. It's a great Shia LaBeouf movie. He was in World Trade Center. Oh, yeah, that's right, with Nicolas Cage. Oh, he's really good in uh, Observe and Report. You know what keeps getting advertised to me is this new Mutants. Have you have you seen a preview for it? Yeah, not really. It does not look good. Into it. I mean, they made that movie like five years ago. Um, well, in any case, anything else? I got a giant tattoo. 
Yeah, show us. It was, it's way bigger than I thought it was going to be when going in there. And he put, he, he put it on my arm and he's like, oh, you should probably just keep it this big. And I was like, well, what if you make it a little bit smaller? Here you go. You're not looking. Not that you care. Oh, that, yeah, that is a Star Wars tattoo. Damn, mm-hmm. girl. Damn, girl. It's huge. That is pretty big, man. <laughs> look, look at that. That is pretty big. So it's... Uh, is that Admiral Akbar? Admiral Akbar in, like, British military regalia. That's funny. That's all. I don't know why. I've just been thinking about that design for a really long time, and that's what I told him, and... I love it. I'm glad but that you're happy about it, it. But it is huge. How long did that take? Man? Like five hours, six hours? Took five hours. Yeah. Took three breaks. And then I got, I didn't know this was a thing, but I got tattoo flu. Ooh. Where like that night and the night after I got hot and cold chills. And it like really depleted my immune system. So then I thought I was getting like really sick. And... Like I was in like cold sweats for like three nights in a row. Wow. Um, and then I started getting scared. I'm like, oh my God, what do, do I have COVID? Blah, blah, blah. Did you have a fever? Yeah. Um, when so did yeah. you learn about the, the, the uh, tattoo flu? I, I Googled like um, hot and cold sweat or like cold sweats after a tattoo or like fever after tattoo or something. And it came up on Reddit. Um, Cause when you search tattoo fever, it just <laughs> comes up with like uh, people just really wanting to get tattoos after they get one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's also called like the tattoo hangover. So that's that. And June once again, surprised me and said, Oh, beautiful. Oh, Wow. The coloring, even though it's it is a, a like really a nice coloring. Oh, it's amazing. The, the I mean, the tattoo artist is fantastic. He's one of the best in the area. I don't know. I I really I'm gonna give a shout out to my favorite tattoo artist, Josh Trollio. Oh, Mr. Bo. Oh, go talk to Miss Paula, please. <laughs> um. Well, if you're gonna shout out a random tattoo artist that you don't have a tattoo from. Well, I'm just, I'm really a big fan of his work. Go see um, Sean Patton at Trustworthy Tattoo in Oberlin, Ohio. Uh, That's right around the corner from you. It is. It's great. Sean Patton, tattooer on Instagram. Well, speaking of Star Wars, um, we do have a book this week. Oh, wow. Look at that. Books and looks. Books, 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 books. Um, so this week's book is called Darth Vader and Son. If you follow us on Instagram, I was recently in Bye Bye Baby, and I saw this as the display piece right when you walk into Bye Bye Baby. Uh, this book is uh, all about Darth Vader and Son. Um, it's written by Jeffrey Brown, who's the author. Uh, and it is a hardcover book uh, for $11.50 on Amazon. Um, you can also get it used on Amazon for $6.12, or you can go to Half Price Books with Eric. 
uh, and um, the uh, uh, I don't know. I just Eric was talking about his tattoo, and I saw this book like the next day, and it was like, oh my gosh. Um, and it says, what if Darth Vader took an active role in raising his son? What if Luke, I am your father, was just a stern admonishment of an annoyed dad from an annoyed dad in this hilarious and sweet star Wars comics reimagining Darth Vader is a dad like any other, except with all the baggage of being dark Lord of the Sith celebrated artist, Jeffrey Brown's delightful illustrations give classic star Wars moments, a fresh parenting books twist presenting the trials and joys of parenting through the lens of a galaxy far, far away. And uh, you can get a whole ton of life. Who was, who was the author? Jeffrey Brown. With a G? With a J. Who, what kind of Jeffrey spells their name with a G? Come on. Hey, I don't know. I'm kidding. I have a friend named Jeffrey with a G. Jeffrey Brown. Oh, cartoonist? Yeah, that's got to be it. All right, let's see what he looks like. Um, yeah, but I love those, all those Star Wars books. Um, yeah, there's, um, there's those, a whole, the whole series little, is awesome. Yeah. But um, also, but, it yeah. kind of, it'll screw your kids up for the actual Star Wars canon. Well, that's, that's the truth, of course. Jeffrey Brown. Um, yeah, he looks like a guy that would draw Star Wars cartoons. <laughs> Um, honestly, he looks, Jeffrey he, Brown in the, in he the, looks, in the, uh, he looks a little bit like me. No, he doesn't a tiny bit. Look at him with his beard older than you. He looks older than me. Yeah. I think he looks younger than me. Who are you looking at? Jeffrey Brown. Are you looking at the right Jeffrey Brown? Are you, I'm telling you, this guy's older than you. Legit. Right. This, no. this guy. No, that's him. Look. That's a really old picture then. Well, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Who are you looking at? Picture. Go, go up to the top. This? And you're looking at... No. So, so you're just... Like, this is him a little bit older. No, 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 no. Get, get me out of the... Get me out of the full Cartoonist. Screen. I don't want to be in full screen anymore. Here, I'll show you. If you go to Amazon and you look up Jeffrey Brown... You can see him in between a couple of cardboard cutouts, and he is—he um, is looks a lot older. That's just all there is to it. I searched Jeffrey Brown on here, but it doesn't. There it is, right there. Click on Jeffrey Brown, <laughs> right there. See, older. He, he looks the same, man. Dude, it's just a different picture. Whatever. Anyway, um, great book. Uh, Mateo really liked it, and. Um, it's it's uh it's it's different that's for sure um there was a take your child to to work day on death star mm. that was that was pretty funny and the illustrations are actually pretty good i i really do like the way that he illustrates and um it's like a it's like a comic strip you know uh out of the newspaper which is kind of fun um and uh yeah go check it out um, that's, uh, the book suggestion from this week. Uh, Eric, you want to give the, uh, sequester another plug there? Um, tonight, tonight. What? Oh what? shit. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I, uh, I opened up the, uh, 
the Facebook Live by accident, and then I started getting like you talking about something else in my ear. Ah. Um, what was I supposed to say? <laughs> Plugging the sequester one more time. Uh, sequester tonight. Check out our Instagram and Facebook page um, for a link for the Streamyard to to watch with us. Um, watch sequesteraccess.com. Click on live feed. Um, or yeah, live feed, and that'll give you the the game that's currently happening. That starts at eight p.m. Yes. And it goes until about midnight, possibly later. I hope to get voted out before that. We're not playing. Oh. We're watching. That's right. <sighs> um, did, uh, okay, well, that, that pretty much wraps it up for, um, for New Dad, Newer Dad today. Okay. Cool. Any final thoughts? Um, no, no, no final thoughts. Um, besides Black Lives Matter. Yes, definitely. Maybe we'll talk about that again. I would love to. Especially after all the things that have happened this week. Yes. Um, okay, well, you know what they say, Eric. Be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.